overseas on ship and uh you know we were we were standing at the um the lookout you know it was nighttime and you know you're looking at the water and you know that's when you'd have all those you'd have all those coming to jesus moments you know you, you know and uh, i'm gonna tell you that uh that railing that that little area the little smoke area if that yep. area can talk if that area can speak man there's a lot of oh, a lot of truths a lot of truths came out in that area but anyway i'm having this conversation and right then and there i remember clay said he was like ford i'm never getting out and i'm like for real he said, i'm going all the way and then he right. said he said i'm gonna be a drill instructor he said i don't be he said i'm gonna be best damn drill instructor they've ever seen he said i'm motivated right. and he yeah. said i'm never getting out so i'm gonna retire in this thing and i was like you know what i'm like hey man that's if that's what you want to do i said i said hey I'm, I'm gonna do whatever i can to help you and i said i support that so that's what's up and he did man and that's why when i did that video um for your retirement you know i didn't give a lot of context but that's what it was we were standing there on that on that on that railing i think i think it was the smoke area on the ship yeah the smoke area yep. yep yep and everything he said he did it that's what he did you know he he said exactly what he's going to do and, and he did it so that's why for your retirement i was like hey man i had to, i had to give you your respect because you know a lot of people have a concept conversations you know what they think you know they might do whatever but you actually said what you were going to do and you did it and then here you are now sitting to clay light bulb sessions you know, no doubt you know, no doubt so, yeah so i got to give you a lot of respect for that my brother yeah i appreciate you man and and it's it's you cats though man i mean dog you're you're always those cats that i was looking up to you know you you was that 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 instrumental dude for me since and for you already know that as as monday rolls around memorial day veterans day all these special holidays man i always think about you bro like you did exactly what you said you was going to do as well you told me yo I, I didn't come in to do a career i came in i'm gonna get my education i'm gonna do my four years and i'm bouncing and then from there I'm going to move on in my life to that next level. And, and to see you do that uh, is, is, is a blessing as well, man. And same for you, Lloyd Beckford, man. I mean, like, we got Jamaica in the house. We got Trinidad in the house. You know what bless, I mean? Bless, like, bless, bless. Oh, man. Like, hey, for everybody out there checking us out, it's T.O. Clay Lightbulb Lessons, man. I got two of my best friends in the world with me today man and, it, and it's such a blessing man that that we've been able to connect again over all of these years and come back full circle and be here today man and, and it's just open kimono uh everything that you were here is real there's nothing fugazi it's all facts uh we're all living our life man it's just such a blessing and Roy Beckford man I love you big dog you know what I mean like I remember being in the field filled with you man and out there just with the engineers man you're crazy man engineers yeah, man. shout out Respect. to all the engineers but um seeing seeing your world within your mos and the things you had to do um it it, it was it was special and near near and dear to me as well bro because you know y'all have a very complex job uh a, a job that that many mistakes can't be made type thing uh Woo. so i was just able to learn man so again man the blessing is all of us being here together and uh it's it's, it's it's a pleasure for me to have you fellows on with me and it means so much and and again man let's build man what's what's the science man like what's what's, what's the all your hearts and minds man what up hey, hey we just we just took uh you realize what just happened right we just took that setting from one ship and we just transported ourselves 20 some odd years and now here we are man yeah man <laughs> Wow. You know, mm, you know the, the, the unique thing to it is when I first joined the Marine Corps, I wasn't going to do 20. I was going to do four and go back home. And, you know, I look at it and I'm like, the first four hit, I went, man, I ain't going back to New York. <laughs> right. Second four hit, I ain't going back to New York. So in a way, we both traveled similar journeys. You knew you weren't getting out. 
me mm-hmm. each time that that time come i knew i'm not going back to new york right. so i'm staying no matter where i was in the world i was staying and and it's so unique to hear you know chen says chancellor said you spoke it you spoke it into being no doubt and it happened and you know what i take from that is anything in life that you want to happen no matter what the situation is you can make it happen you just have to Mm -hmm. one believe in yourself and two just trust in the almighty to direct your path because Mm. nothing can be done if you don't believe in yourself and just hearing what jensen said that you said you believe in yourself and you believe that you could be the best drill instructor that ever was and you can make it all the way to the top to make it to sergeant major that's no easy task no you doubt, know what I'm saying? Man. And if you look back that. in history, <clears throat> we make difference. We make a difference. And when I say mm-hmm. we make a difference is the people that people don't expect to get there, we get there because right. we're determined to get there. We're determined mm. to make a difference. We're determined to leave an impact. <clears throat> and being a sergeant major, you leave so many impact on so many people, so many young Marines, so many civilians sometimes you don't even know how much impact you left right that's right and that speaks value man that speaks value right that's right i agree with that i agree with that lloyd uh one of the things one of the things i i um i always try to remember is that when you're in these positions someone is looking at you now whether or not that person has the uh whether or not they have the motivation or the will or the guts to actually come and tell you and say say something but a lot of times a lot of people are looking at you and you're affecting lives that you may not you you completely clueless about and that's one of the reasons why too in your in those leadership positions that's why they say lead by example right you're walking the path because you know it's and it's not just about you know you're not only doing it when you're in certain settings you're doing it all the time because you don't know who's looking at you, who's idolizing you, who's emulating you, who's, you know, um, you know. Here I am, all these years later, and uh, I have leadership meetings every week. And I'll tell you, every week when I sit in a leadership meeting, you know, we're uh, we're discussing obviously, you know, work and issues and so forth. But I'm taking mental notes. You know, the I take away something from someone. So, in the sense that it's it's continuous learning. So they may not be aware of it when i sit in the meeting i'm like you know hey i like how this person how he presents i like i like how we did that i like how this person addresses so i'm taking mental notes and then i use that now to 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 keep building on my own skills you know so it's like a, it's a never-ending journey you know what i mean um so anyway and then on reverse i try to remember hey same way i'm i'm looking at someone someone could be looking at me and emulating and learning and building, you know, so it's, it's a, it's like a two pronged approach, you know, right. so, you know, but, um, but yeah, so there's a lot of unsung heroes out there, you know, there's a lot of folks walking around and probably does not, they don't realize they, man, uh, they did something for someone and they have no idea the impact they may have had on someone's life, you know, and that's, uh, that's huge, you know? Absolutely, man. What, what would you all say in terms of, <clears throat> like what's what's one of the biggest things you all were able to take away from our time served you know in the marine corps what's what's that one big aha for you uh start with you lloyd man what's that one big thing that you took away from your services being a marine i'm gonna tell you this much the biggest thing i took away is after i after i retired and before i retire it's it's a two-parter so before I retired, when I got promoted to Gunny, uh, you know how most staff NCOs do a wet down, right? Yeah. I was never the normal. I've never been the normal and I'll never be the normal. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is I owe my promotion to my young Marines that I put in the Marine Corps. And the reason why I said my young Marines that I put in the Marine Corps, <clears throat> I tried to become a drill instructor. I didn't make it. And I, and I put this out there. And the reason why I put this out there is sometimes failure becomes success in something else. I couldn't do the teach backs for nothing, not from a lack of effort, not, mm-hmm. not from a lack of trying. Believe me, I, t- I tried everything in the book you could think of. Right. 
I utilized the instructors. I did everything. I just couldn't get it, you know, but that was my heart. I always wanted to be a drill instructor from day one. I always wanted to be a drill instructor, but that was not my path that was written for me. So I was trying to take a different road than the road that was set for me. So I took it, took the hit, and I came back. I went to recruiting. And I realized how much impact I have on people's life when two things happen. Marines that I put in a Marine Corps, later on, they say, thank you. Mm-hmm. The ones that I did not put in the Marine Corps, but I taught them classes when they were freshmen. Mm-hmm. One year, I taught 54 classes at my, one of my schools. Wow. 54. Man. But it wasn't to all seniors. This was the freshman, sophomore, junior. And that left an impact where I had people a couple years later, when I reach out or reach out to me or whatever, say, thank you. You're the reason why I joined the Marine Corps. Yeah, man. Yeah, there were freshmen and sophomores. Wow. When I left recruiting duty mm-hmm. to hear that, that was like, whoa, I'm the reason why you joined the Marine Corps. I was even there, you know, in my head, right. you know, I'm thinking right. I'm like, wow, <clears throat> I'm like, yeah. okay. You know, and, and it, it brings you back to reality. When you open your mouth and you speak, you could speak power on somebody's life. You could speak wisdom mm-hmm. on somebody's life. No doubt. You know, and, and when yeah. you carry yourself the way you do, you basically be an example for somebody to follow. That's yeah. why I made sure in everything that I did as a recruiter, I made sure that nobody could never say, he was doing this wrong or he was doing that wrong or he was messing with this or he was messing with that. I made sure of that because one thing I realized when you're a Marine and you put that uniform on, you're being watched. That's right. You're being That's observed. Right. That's right. So the good, they're going to see. But the bad, right. they're going to see it even better. And they're, they're going to highlight it. That's right. right. That's no, going to get highlighted. That's right. But the other part That's is right. when I got promoted to Gunny, I had a dinner with all the people I put in the Marine Corps, all all the the Marines I put in the Marine Corps that was in my area. I was in Cali at the time. I had a dinner with all of them. And we sat down and we chopped it up. That was, for me, that was better than any wet down. That was Mm -hmm. my wet down. Oh, that's what you're saying. I don't know if anybody else have done that, but that was my wet down. Because... I believe a wet down should be showing appreciation to who got you where you're at. Got you there. That's yeah, it. Man. That's right. My right. peers didn't get me to where I'm at. No doubt. Those young it's Marines easy. get me to where I'm at. Yeah. And babe. I wish that if there's any Marines on this, watching this, I wish that you take something from what I'm saying. Your young mm-hmm. Marines is who make you who you are. That's right. Once you get to staff sergeant, you you do, you know, you the, you the knowledge and you the head. But you ain't at work. Mm. Your young Marines is the ones putting in the work. That's right. That's they right. the ones that's clearing that minefield. Mm-hmm. They the one that's that's clearing that 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 route in my field. That's They're right. the one that's making sure you move from point A to point B safe. That's right. They're the one that makes sure when the grunts is coming through, they should be able to drive through, get to their destination, and light them jokers up. They shouldn't have to worry about an IED trying to get to the destination. That's our job. So when I look at it, I was like, you know what? Everybody was like, yo, you having a wet down? You having a wet down? I'm saying, I'm going to get back to you. Until now, I ain't get back to nobody. But I had it in my mind. I had something. I was <laughs> and I did. I did it. And I'm, am I proud that I did it? Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm happy I did it. Because what that did, that actually made me a little bit more humble. Mm. just to mm. sit there and chop it up with them made me a little bit more humble it, it oh, keeps yeah, you rooted and it keeps you grounded that's right and sometimes people don't understand what it is to be rooted and grounded no matter how yeah. high you get and we could say on the food chain you have to stay rooted and grounded because the day when you stop being rooted and grounded mm-hmm. that's the day you either gonna get kicked out get caught up that's or it. get killed you right. gotta stay rooted and that's yeah. that's what I, that's the biggest thing I took away from the Marine Corps, man. And I that's use it tough. even until today, even yeah. until today, yeah. because leadership. And and I know Jensen was talking about leadership earlier. Leadership is something 
you grow into. Leadership should be something from internal, not external. Come on, man. Say that Anybody one more time, bro. Say that, hey. say that one more time, bro. But leadership what I gotta say. is He's internal. Yeah. It has on, to come man, from man. within. That's right. You lead by example. You lead by love. Yeah. You lead by understanding. You lead by yeah. communication. And you yeah. lead by trust. Because if man. you can't do those things, whether you're in the Marine Corps leading Marines, are you in the civilian world leading uh, uh, civilians? Right. You the both both world is the same thing. There's no That's different, right. right? And I realize right. sometimes civilian may not understand what we where we're coming from, but eventually they kind of get it and be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know that light bulb click on. That light bulb, you know? that's right. A light bulb click on it, like, actually making sense. That's yeah. how I look at it. Man, you hit Whoa. so many, you, you hit so many stuff right there, brethren. And I'm gonna say one other thing though. When you say, as far as you speak positive, now in the same way, people got to realize that you can speak positive or you can speak negative on someone. You know what I mean? Mm. So to your point, right. yeah, man. What we say, you know, that that power and it's. It's the power of words, you know, to a person or to yourself. You can speak positive or negative. You know what I mean? And people got to realize, like, like you said, it, it starts in here, man. So, you know, what you, and what you speak, and then that ends up becoming your action. You know. So anyway, I don't want to. I just wanted to 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 to, to point that out because a lot of folks do that. Then they then they wonder, hey, man, I don't know why I'm not making it. Well, what what, what did you speak for yourself? Right. You know. But uh, anyway. But you know the funny thing my, is, yeah, I like I like what you say right there. My grandson is four years old, and other day I said something to him. I can't remember right now, but he went home and something happened, and he said it to his grandmother. And later on, they told me, and I was like, "Wow!" They said, "Wonder where you he heard that from, Baba?" Because he called me Baba. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> it, it, it's so uh, crazy. A little four-year-old can figure that out. Yeah. Okay, grown yeah. folks figure it out too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's on point. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, so you hit a lot of points, Reggie. You hit a lot of points. So check this out. My aha moment was um, in H and S Company in first sergeant watkins office now back then he was a first sergeant i think he re, he retired sergeant major yeah um, he did. Yep. But, but that man that man right there i never had the opportunity to tell him in the uh the year and a half or two years under his leadership he's made he made a huge impact on me so my aha moment was in his office one day and uh well what happened is uh whenever i walk through the hallway if he's in his office and he see me he always call me because before coming to my office you know and I'd go in there. At the time, I always thought, man, this guy's on me. You know, he's on me, man. But it's funny because later on, I use that tactic, right? I, I go I go into, I got like 20 folks reporting to me. I'll pop in. I'll call them. And they may come in here. What's going on? Whether it's a problem or not, it might be, it might just, you know, how was your weekend? But it's like mm-hmm. a check-in. You know, you're yeah. just checking in, you know, and that's what he did. So he would check in with me all the time. So one day I'm in his office and uh, he said, you know, close the door. He's like, he's like, hey, Ford, he was like, I'm gonna tell you something. He said, he said, he said, uh, you have an ability. He said, you, you could be a great leader. He said, I watch you. And he said that, um, you know, I want you to understand the responsibility that you have with these Marines. Now at the time I'm thinking, you know, uh, I didn't see myself being a, a say, a great leader or even a leader i'm like yeah man i'm in this you know i'm doing my thing he's like no nah, man he said he said he said i want to i want to help you and he said you have the ability to become a great leader he's like this is the start of your career and he said no matter where you go he said i want to help you so first of Watkins at that time was the one that planted the seed because mm-hmm. till then i was just the kid out of new york that came to the Marine Corps for, you know, temporary status, just to, you know, uh, just, just for a, a, a switch up in life. And he planted that seed. And uh, that was what 
started me as far as saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to take that path, you know. So first Sergeant Watkins was the one. That was my aha moment. It's because prior to then, I never saw myself as a leader. I never saw myself as leading anyone. I'm like, hey, I'll just help you best as I can. First Sergeant Watkins is the one that actually planted the seed. And the short time he was there, he did help me. You know, he would call me in his office. He would drop knowledge. Um, you know, I had I had uh, I had this issue with Clay, and First Sergeant Watkins is in the office, and he's like, okay, he's like, you tell me, what would you do? He That's said. Right. He said, you're, he said, you're standing behind this desk. You're me. And he said, what would you do? He said, this is your Marine. What would you do? And that's a lot of trust because yeah. what he did was he said, whatever action you say, that's what's going to happen. So he put it on me. And he said, here's your chance to, to apply leadership skills, you know. And I told him, I said, hey, first Sergeant, I think uh, I'm going you know, to tell him what I'm going to do. He said, okay. And he said, well, I trust you. Execute. And he said, whatever happens after that is going to be your responsibility. He said, so just so you know, you're making a decision as a leader. I respect it. And he said, now go execute your decision. And, mm. he, you know, and he said, whatever else takes place after, now you have to make sure you're being held accountable, so on and so forth. So anyway, so he gave me that platform. And that's a lot, like you were saying, Lord, it's a lot of trust, right? Because here I am, young Marine. And, you know, he left it completely up to me and he said, okay, I'm going to let you start. I'm going I'm to help you. A part of helping you is you got to be able to take those steps, take those risks, make those decisions, so on and so forth. Cause now you're learning. And like you said, you're learning and growing and that's how, you know, that's how, that's how you develop, you know? So, but, uh, and a lot of things that he did, I translated that, you know, later on. You know, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, in all the years that I've managed folks to this day, I still do that. And I've actually had folks come to my office and say, man, you know, if I if I didn't pop in for a while, you know, they'll come they'll come find me. And I'm like, hey Jensen, is everything good? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh well, you know, um, I usually see you, you know, hadn't seen you, so what's wanna make sure you're okay. So I have people asking me to see if I'm okay because they're like, We haven't seen you, you know, is everything and they've actually shared that, you know, uh we like how you check in, you know, because right. it shows it, it, it shows that you do care about us. You know, we're not just a body, you know, we're not like to your point, Lloyd, we're not just a body here, you know, uh, just completing tasks. You know what I mean? So but uh, but anyway, that was that was my aha moment. And uh, I think that's when my journey actually kind of began and, you know, move forward out in the civilian world. And I took uh, a lot of little things that I learned in the Marine Corps, man, those things still help me even today, all these years later. So, you know, yeah, so anyway, first Sergeant wow. Watkins, hats off to you, or Sergeant Major, retired, hats off to you, because you did make a difference, you know, for this former Marine, and I appreciate you. Absolutely, man. And, and he's going to see this, too. Shout out to Sergeant Major Raynard Watkins, man. And it's just amazing how... <clears throat> you know, like you said, man, that example, that example trickled down, man. Um, and, and man, I'm just so grateful to, to, to hear you two talking right now, dog. It's like, it's, it's very, very sentimental, gentlemen. I mean, like crazy sentimental to me right now, which also brings me to the point, man. How, how did you two meet? Where did y'all meet, man? Run oh, us down man. on that, man. How did y'all meet, y'all? Did we meet on ship? I don't know. I think we met on overseas, no? Wow, that's sad. Because we were we were attached to the Mew. I think we were the Mew. It was it was we on the doing, ship. We were doing training exercises. Yeah, because they, they work during the workup because the work during up. the training, during like the field training were in different places because you guys was up by uh was it San San Mateo area somewhere up there? San Mateo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was down on main side because I was that was with uh, I was a thirteen mule. Yeah. So once we started doing the workup when we got on ship, um, your burden was below my burden. Yeah. And, and I don't remember say, where uh, we link up though. I think it was um, the big guy. He was engineer too, man. Big big dude. I forgot his name. Barefield. Um, Barefield. Big Barefield. Bearfield. Bearfield. Big oh, Bearfield. Yeah. Oh, 
he came okay. to me one day. He came to me one day and he said, hey, Ford, he said, he said, I know somebody, man, from your neck of the woods. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, man, Jamaican cat, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think he was the one that did the intro. It was wow. Bearfield. That's it crazy. Was, and, you know, if you want to hear crazy, check this out. Sergeant Bearfield worked with my cousin, who is also a, a retired Marine gunny in engineering platoon years later. Um, my cousin was stationed okay, at Hamilton, right? uh, and uh, Sergeant Bearfield is talking to my cousin. He says, hey, man, where are you from? And he said, he said, Trinidad. He said, he said, I know a Trini. His name is Ford. And he said, man, that's my cousin. Wow. <laughs> you talking about Gunny uh, Warren, right? Say again? You talking about Gunny Warren, right? No, no, not Warren. Uh, Gunny Wren. So he was Wren. only attached to Wren. He was attached to engineering for a short time and uh he one day he texted me he said hey man he said sergeant Bearfield said what's up i was like get out of here man i think by then he was staff i think but yeah man so my cousin worked with him years later man you can't make that up wow you, you know we link back up in uh 29 palms right me and him work in 29 palms, 29 palms? Man. Yep. so he retired hmm. before me he retired and then i retired Man, Man. so yeah, and the, so and then if you want to talk about leadership and so forth, now imagine, you know, imagine the person that I was. Let's say, let's say I was no good, man. You know, let's say whatever. So here's this guy years later meeting my family, my cousin. So what's he gonna? What's what message is he That's gonna right. convey to my to my to my family? He's gonna say, oh man, poor that guy was a waste. You know, right. uh, you know what I mean. So so my point is, sometimes you do things and. Uh, you don't realize, you know, as far as down the road, what impact that may or may not have. You have no idea. You know what no I mean? So, you see, wow. at the end of the day, whether it's good or it's bad, they have a they have an old saying: "Good smell and bad smell follow you." That's yeah. right. That's so right. If you let it out, it's gonna follow you. If it's good, That's it's right. gonna follow you. If it's bad, it's gonna follow you. That's Simple true. Though. That. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man, that is that's absolutely amazing, man. I mean, I you know, across across the spectrum, I've met I've met you know a, a good batch of Marines from from Jamaica, uh, you know. And shout out to to, to a lot of them, uh, you know, Paul Nixon, uh, Danif, you know, a lot of cats from Jamaica. <clears throat> But as far as Trini, you're the only cat I ever met from Trinidad, just for oh, in the Marine Corps. Like for real. Like, do you know <laughs> do you know of uh of, of anybody else, you know, throughout the stress that you served from Trinidad? Did you come across hey, anybody else? You know what? So my so besides my cousin who I knew was in, there was one other Trini that I met and same thing, small world. So I'm in boot camp. I'm in boot camp and uh, my drill instructor, we're on, we're on the rifle range doing qual. And I'll never forget, man, I was nervous as hell with the damn qual stuff, man. And uh, yeah. the, the DI calls me over, they cut me a forward. So I'm thinking, man, what I do wrong now, man? So, you know, I go stand up. Yes, sir. He said, let's go walk with me. He said, don't say nothing. Yes, sir. So I'm walking next. I'm on where I'm going. So he walks, you know how uh, on the range qual, you got to uh, hold the, um, you got to hold up the target. So we're right. down here. So, so we walk down. We're in the back. We walk down. And, uh, you know, he says, he says, hey, he said, I want you to meet this recruit. And then I look, there's a Trini. And he was, I was like, hey, what's up, man? And then I was like, okay, that's it. That's enough. Get back. And that's Go it. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Because, you know, wow. you know I'm, over, I'm over here and I'm cheesing. I'm like, oh, man, another yeah. cheese. And he was like, hey, get back. But, you know, later, you know what he did? So this is what I'm saying with leadership. So a person listening to this might think, um, and that drill instructor, you know, he, he uh, I, I don't know what the term is, broke rank, but he took a recruit to go meet another recruit. Now, I don't know if that's allowed or not. I can't tell you. But this is what the drill instructor shared with me later on. That's what I'm saying, my leadership, man. Uh, later on, when I, you know, I graduated and so forth, and uh, I found out that that drill instructor was married to a, a, a Trini, his wife was mm. from Trinidad, 
right? Wow. So we talk and we chop it up. So he was like, he said, he said the same thing you said, Clay. He said, I haven't met that many trainees in the Marine Corps. So when right. the odds of having two Marines in the same on the same rifle corps, I figured, well, you guys can meet. But Absolutely. then he said, then he said on top of that, he said, Ford, you were nervous as hell on the rifle range. And he said, I figured if you meet another cat from your hometown, you relax. Yeah, calm you me down. Yeah. Calm me down. Ah, so that's he, crazy, dog. So, that's was, crazy. so that's why so he said the other parts of that is he said, man, you was because I want to say the, the first or second day on rifle call, man, my uh my rifle, I swung it the other way, it was loaded. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. So all the German trucks. You, you're out there flagging out. cats. <laughs> so so ever since then, I was nervous. So anyway, so what he did was in his own way, it was like, and I did. I met this trainee. So now I know, man, there's a trainee guy back there holding the the uh the target. And I did right. relax, you know. So at the time I didn't get it. I'm like, oh man, I met another trainee. That's cool. But the drill instructor was like, he said, I figured if you meet somebody from where you're from, at least it might help you just relax a little bit. Cause he said, you gotta be relaxed to, to you know, to do the rifle call. You gotta relax, you know. So so anyways, what I'm saying is here's this <clears throat> that that leader, and he did just one little thing, man, that yeah. made a that made a difference. You know yeah. what I mean? He turned, Years he, turned, later, he turned on that light bulb for you, man. That, that, that light bulb, man. Light bulb, man. Little wow. light bulb, man. Powerful, Years man. later, years later, uh, I'm on main side. I'm on main side. And once you know, man, I came across that same Marine, the Trini. We mm. crossed paths on main side, you know, we chopped it up a little bit, but then later on, you know, yeah, went overseas and went our separate ways. But uh but yeah, you know, he he was happy too because he was like, "Hey, man," he said. Uh, he said, "I was so happy to meet another train because we're from another country. You know, we're here, and uh, it it can be a little intimidating. You know what I mean? Right. And here we are in the U.S. Marine Corps. That's like a big deal for us, man. You yeah, know? Man. so yeah, so for him too, he was like, "Man, I was so happy to meet another train, somebody else here with me. We weren't even in the same, but the same battalion or anything. But mentally, I got somebody else here with me." That's right. What I mean, yeah. Amen. Wow, man. I remember on ship, man. Uh, talking about light bulb moments, <clears throat> was on on ship, and the Navy put on a uh, they put on the the talent show, yo. And yeah. I remember they, you know, we was like, yo, we 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 getting in there. We, you know, we're gonna spit. And sure enough, man. When when Lloyd Beckford. Grab the mic, dog, and start spitting that rag of muffin, dog. Yo, it shut the whole shit down, son. Like, word up. Like, that That was it. When when, when Roy got the mic, bro, oh, bro, man. like, it shut it down, dog. I, I'll never forget that, dog. That that's, that's one of the most vivid memories I have of my whole career in front of that whole shit. Went, went, oh, went. we all spit i spit first then never just spit it was another cat he spit um and then lloyd came through on telling charlie and when lloyd got the mic and started spitting that rag of muffin dog, it was a rap i just i just i remember the whole ship just going crazy yo like I said, yo, man, some great moments yo like real talk man i mean for for the young cats out there now i know it's 2023 many years later fellas uh but there's there's you know especially you know you understand lloyd coming from that recruiting background there's a lot of cats from jamaica from you know uh dominican republic a lot of different places that they they don't know you know that that they can even get in the service man like how was that for you all man can y'all kind of build on that like what was it man was it was it yo i'm i, I come from jamaica i end up in new york i i just go on the recruiting station with somebody putting it in your ear how, how was y'all looking at it back then when you all joined man coming from where you all are, are originally from man my <clears throat> my experience was was crazy and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this I came from Jamaica. When I came from Jamaica, they put me in uh, the seventh grade twice because they said my um, reading wasn't up to par. I took it in strive. Uh, once I got to high school, though, um, 
my buddies were laughing, man, because they're like, oh, you're a freshman. They, they're sophomores. So I'm like, okay. So I told them, I was like, you know what? <clears throat> Let's make a bet. I was like, bet. I bet I graduate out with you or before you. Wow. They didn't That's believe so me, man. They laugh. My 11th grade year, I was 11th grade the first six months. I was a senior the second six months. I graduated in three years. Wow. I college. Man. It didn't work out so well. I was on academic probation. I was like a 1.59 GPA. And I talk about that every day because guess what? The same thing that happened to me with drill instructor school is the same thing that happened to me with college. A failure doesn't mean your day is done. It doesn't mean right. your journey is done. A failure That's just right. means took okay. a step back, relook at the situation, approach it from a different direction. So once I dropped my classes and stuff, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Now, I never thought about a Marine Corps because of the fact is the recruiter that used to come to the school was rude and disrespectful. And I told him, man, get out of my face, man. Oh, you, you ain't going to do nothing. I'm like, get out of my face, dog. I don't want to hear nothing from you. So <laughs> I had like a turn off. You know what I'm saying? By one individual. And that's why I say your actions speak loud and people may not understand. But it didn't completely turn my mind off because I walked into every recruiting office just to hear what they had to say. And it's mm. so crazy that I walked in a Marine um, recruiting office last and Staff Sergeant Brown at the time, I'll never forget his name, Staff Sergeant Brown looked at me and the other drill instructor, I won't call no name, um, the other recruiter, I won't call no name. But the other recruiter was standing there. I just looked at him and walked right by him. Right. It's the stats on Brown, you know, sat down. He was like, um, first, let's see if you qualify. And I'm like, huh? He's like, let's see if you qualify. I'm like, huh? Right. You know, because I'm like, okay, I'm walking in here. Y'all want me. I'm like, this joke is going to be like, let's see if you qualify. I'm like, okay, all right. I hear you. So, you know, I sat down, took the test and stuff, went to MEPS Pass and everything. And I tell you, it's like, my cousin was in the Marine Corps and I spoke with him. Nobody knew I was joining. I spoke with my cousin and he said, look, whatever decision you make, it got to be on you. You know what I'm saying? It's right. not, Marine Corps is not easy right. and it's not hard. But one thing I'm going to tell you though, if you do join the Marine Corps, trust nobody, not even your mama. Mm. And I never forget those words. Right. He didn't explain it, but I understood it later. Yeah. Um, trust is something you got to earn. So if somebody earn your trust, you're good. But if they haven't earned your trust, hold on to it tightly. Right. That's right, the right. translation I got from it later in life. Right, but right, I never right. forget that phrase that he taught me. And and I shout out to Christopher Williams. Uh, you know, he did the time in the Marine Corps and he uh, got out, joined the army and, and complete his time. He's down there in Alabama. Man. That's my cousin, man, down to earth. I respect you and I appreciate you, man, because hey kind of helped me make up my mind without even realizing that you did. <clears throat> but, you know, once I once I joined, man, I was like, yo, this is a way out of New York. This is a way for me to make a difference. <laughs> and ultimately, this is hey. a way to make my mom proud. Mm, More yeah. than anything else, I value my mom's opinion. I value her support more than everybody else in my entire family. And when I went home and told my mom that I'm joining the Marine Corps, she said, you know what? I raised you well. Whatever decision you make, I support you. I may not like it, but I support you. As parents, we got to understand that our kids are going to make their own decisions. Facts. But the one thing you got to make sure you do before they even get to that decision point is raise them well. Fathers, be in your kid's life raise them well don't care what your baby mama right. got drunk right. all that look put that aside because it ain't about that's you right. and it ain't about them it's about the kids it's make sure that right. you have some positive impact on your children's life because the impact that you have on them and the words that you speak out to your mouth will shape mm. their future and that's will right. give them the tools they need to survive this cruel world that we live in. The world ain't nice. The world is cruel. Mm. That's right, and man. For young people right. to have the right foundation, it makes a big difference. And I'm telling you, when my right. mama said that, I was so happy and relieved because I never, ever want to go against my mama. But if I have to, 
God forbid, I may have to, but that's never our first choice. And you know, yeah. people may call me a mama's boy or whatever, yo. I love my mama. I protect my mama to the to the grave. If I gotta die for her, I die. Plain and simple. Everybody else in the family can take care of themselves. Yeah. But my mama is that's that's my pride and joy. Yeah, right respect, there. Brethren. <laughs> so, hey, that foundation you talked about right there, man, that's man. That's that's huge. That 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 foundation. You know what I mean? Because a lot of folks they're building it, they they're 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 building the future on sand. And then oh, later on, and then years later, it's like it crumbles and then you know but it's you know and you, you over here you, you, you know you blame this person that person but a lot of it starts way back man what'd you start that on you started that thing on sand so you know it, it, you already off to, 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 to a bad start from the, from the jump you know but man that's you, that's you gotta remember right? you gotta remember mm -hmm. the bible says raise up the child in a way so when they grow old they don't depart from thee that's right that's if right, you look man. at that there's a two-part translation there's a part that's biblical raising them in a biblical principle but there's also a part raising them in general impacting mm -hmm. your right. knowledge your experience teaching them so that way when they run into that roadblock they know guess what i have choices i can right. either go over it around it under it or yeah. try to force through it simple right, as right. that that's right and that's why in the in the bible too there's a lot of instances where they talk about the uh the father putting their hand on the child and the son and then they're they're blessing them you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that's it's the same thing man it's the power of words and it's like people don't realize you know it's what you speak what you do you know that impact right what are you providing you know to to you know the child in your life you know what i mean so they got to realize hey man you're the uh you're the you're the pillar you're the rock you know you have a lot of power internally mentally and what you speak what you do has a huge impact on that on that young generation you know what i mean so so even within the home just that simple act you know putting that into practice you know you are blessed and so what people got to realize is you know you have that power you have that power it's, it's, it's in the bible you have that power to bless your child to bless another by the words you speak and what you do you know what i mean so but that and that's the foundation you know and that's that's the foundation and that impact that you have is significant because now you have this individual who's going to grow up to become a, a, a an adult and they're you know you you've imparted you know such a, a positive solid foundation that's going to help this individual later on so when they come across adversity they don't crumble right like you said lloyd just because you have a failure you know it doesn't mean it's the end whatever the case may be and uh as far as the young generation clay that's one of the problems man a lot of times now you have uh, a, a lot of young folks who come across you know these let's just say failings right and uh they crumble you know and it's it, it's it's almost like they don't know how to they don't know what to do how to get out of it how to proceed for them it's like the end you know what i mean so uh so anyway that that has a huge impact on on the on the gener on the young generation later on you know how they deal with life deal with problems deal with people that's a huge impact you know so but yeah man so you what you're talking about lloyd that's that's powerful man that's, it is that's, man. Uh, that's powerful you know it you know is. to add to that gents also us as seasoned veterans because we are seasoned veterans facts we are seasoned veterans we're seasoned mm -hmm. veterans in the marine corps we're seasoned veterans in life no because doubt. whatever we were brought up with and then you went through you got to remember when we went to boot camp they stripped us down completely mm -hmm. and they built us back up so your foundation was still there they didn't touch it they can't touch it that's that's permanent Mm -hmm. But what they did was they took your like life experience and break that down and then build you back up and shape yeah. you and mold you in a certain way for you to be able to exist in the Marine Corps, for you to strive in the Marine Corps. That's what the drill instructors mm -hmm. do. That's why I think drill instructors jobs are so important because you literally take anywhere yeah. from 60 to 100 recruits and you mold them, you yeah. train them, you teach them, you educate them. You counsel them, you mentor them into being Marines, function Friend. Marines. 
Yeah. You know, and I think what we're lacking today in society is more, we need more mentors mm -hmm. because unless someone goes through the military and receives some of that structure, they don't know how to deal with a lot of things mm -hmm. because they don't sometimes don't have nobody to turn to. They don't have a mentor to turn to. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's why I thank God every day for Master Sergeant David Towson. He was my mentor from when I was private Beckford. Because I showed up to Okinawa private. I was supposed to be a PFC, but I showed up private. <laughs> I got promoted later. So I met him from back in 1996, Yo, December. Man, I met hey. him. And the funny thing is we met on the soccer field at Foster. Yeah. Somebody told me about they playing soccer down in Foster. I'm like, all right, I'm going down there. I got my boots and stuff. I'm like, sure, I'm going to go play some ball. Yeah. And from that day, he took me under his wing and he taught me. You know, that joker had me sit down reading. When everybody else out chasing tails and stuff, he had me reading. Mm. And some of the stuff that he had me reading came in came in handy later. You know what I'm saying? As a as a young little PFC Lance Corporal, people trying to trying to test me. I'm like, look, I, I request mass. What? You ain't supposed to know nothing about that. See, I know something about that though. Right. So guess That's what? Right. Recognize. And and I tell you, man, yeah. I, I've been through some stuff, but guess what? His mentorship got me through those moments. The pen is mightier than the sword. Because I'm hot headed. I pick up a machete quick. Oh yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> I pick up a machete real quick. We, but we ain't gonna I talk to about stuff right there, we, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about stuff on it. You got some stories. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gonna leave, we only do it alone, but right. you know what I'm saying? He taught me the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm, so yeah. the pen can bring you justice. The pen can oh, level the playing field. The sword just set you back because once you put, once you use it, you can't take it back. Mm -hmm. But you can continuously use in that pen. And that's one of the things that he taught me from private all the way through yeah. to gunning. Man, that's blessed. That's blessed. Hey, wow. you know what? Uh, I got to give a shout out to my cousin because you, know, you were asking, Clay. You know, Gunny Rent retired, man. So that's who introduced me to the Marine Corps. It was my it was my cousin back in New York. I'm gonna tell you, you know, back then we ain't gonna say, but I wasn't doing nothing. Let's just put it like that. I wasn't leave it at that. that. Leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out, shout out to Church Ave. You know what I mean? Look, I'm telling you, Boston <laughs> Road. Yeah, man. Shout out to Bed Side. Listen. But hey, man, uh, so he's like, hey, am I having to meet somebody? And he took me to recruit. I'm like, man, you're talking about Marine Corps. I'm like, I don't even know what the Marine Corps is. But shout out to Staff Sergeant Cooper. I don't know where he is, but I'm telling you, Staff Sergeant Cooper in the recruiting office, he sat me down. And I told him, I said, look, man, I said, I said, don't feed, don't feed me no, no BS, man. Tell me straight up, you know, and he did. He showed me the Marine Corps video. You know, we chopped it up. And uh, he spoke to me on some real stuff, man. He was like, hey, this is this is what uh, you, you can do, options. And he laid it all out. You know, he wasn't trying to just sell me a story or or, or get a number. You know what I mean? Right. So you know, he, he laid it down. And then on top of that, you know, back then, then back then, I'm, I'm smoking heavy, all this other stuff. And I finally told him I'm serious about it. He actually had me come to, uh, I would meet him at this, uh, I think it was a high school track field or something, and he would, he would meet, me, he'd meet me there, and he'd run with me. So he was like, hey, he said, I'm not going to send you to boot camp for you to fail. He was like, you got to stop how you're living right now, and you got to slow that stuff down. He was like, yeah, slow that stuff down. You got to start, you know, building your body and so forth, and he's like, I'm going to do it with you, and he did. We'd go run that track. Man, let me tell you, man. I, That's real. <laughs> it was rough, but... He was there with me. He he literally put on his PT gear and he was like, "Let's go!" And he did, man. And he, uh, you know, uh, he helped me out, man. So it, so it wasn't just like I wasn't just like another a another the recruiting office, another number, another statistic. That man actually took time and was like, he wanted to see me succeed. You know what I mean? And uh, anyway, so joined the Marine Corps, and then the rest is history. You know, but my cousin is the one that did the intro. And then Staff Sergeant Cooper is the one that took the reins and uh, 
you know, got me in the Marine Corps. And, you know, and back then, uh, I'm living in, I'm living in Brooklyn. The recruiting station is on Jamaica Ave in Queens. He'd come pick me up. He'd come pick me up. He'd take me, he'd take me back home. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I'll, I'll, and he did. That man would drive me, man. He's like, hey, we got to go to the track, you know, 6 a.m. And I'm like, man, he'd show up, knock on the door. And I'm like, show up. I'm like, man, he's like, let's go. And I'm like, man. But uh, point is, he, he actually put in, you know, time, his love and whatnot, you know, as far as helping me out. And, when, and, it's, and I got to say thanks to him because I got to the Marine Corps, man. I've seen a lot of folks fail, but if I had, if I had joined boot camp at the state I was, I don't think I, think I, w- I, don't think I would have made it. I, I, would, I wouldn't have made it. You know, it's so, so funny you said that. Because wow. like most of the cats that came back from boot camp, they came back and they were like, "Yo, I was staff on the time." I was like, "Staff on Beckford, man, what you doing here is harder than what they doing down in boot camp." <laughs> right, right. So we used to look. I had a philosophy: if you train them harder than they're gonna train them, it should be a cakewalk for them no when doubt. they get there. Yeah. So we had a rigid training. <clears throat> we did that with my mindset of understanding when i went back as drill instructor trying trying to become a drill instructor i realized how the drill instructors are trained so i took that mentality so i actually left with something i may not left being a drill instructor but i had the mentality and the understanding and when i got to recruiting i actually used that Mm. to set up a training program to make sure that whatever we're doing is effective enough or our runs are effective enough everything that we're doing yeah and it paid off so when somebody came back and said that i was like you know i was like you know i was feeling yeah. myself like yep yeah yep. Puts, we did it, we did it. yeah that's good yeah. though you did it the right <laughs> way man where, where did yeah. you recruit at again lloyd where, where was your recruiter i recruited out of fordham road in the bronx oh, oh lord wow. Man, right up the road from Vim, V-I-M. Yeah. That, that used to be my old store, Vim. man. Look, I ain't had no money growing up, so guess what? This man I said Vim. On, he took it back Lee. right there. <laughs> I grew up on Lee, Lee and Levi jeans. Used to be cheap then, yeah, believe man. me. Used to be cheap. Yeah. I get me a pair of jeans for like two for 20, three for 21, yeah, and uh, Patrick yeah. Ewing. I wear more more Patrick Ewing than anybody else I probably know. I couldn't afford no Jordans, but guess what? I could afford me my 33, Patrick Ewing, and that's yeah, what I wore. The El Ewing's was dope, though. The Ewing's was yeah, dope. I, I couldn't man. afford it, dog. It Look, time, I, I, live, I live within my means. On that joint. Yeah. The Ewing's was dope. Them, them joints was dope, son. They had the tongue up to your shin. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's classic. Those were the days, man. Those were the wow, days. Wow, dog. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Man, wow, mm. man. Hey, for, for those out there peeping, man, now you all can physically see with your own eyes, man, where where I I my roots come from. The, the, these brothers are my roots. The, these are the leaders that were in charge of me. These, these were the fellas that was holding me accountable, the fellas that was looking me in my face, giving me that 100, steering me in the right direction. Uh, leading by example, I, I, I could just keep going on and on. Uh, and as you can see, the plethora of knowledge, wisdom, understanding that my two brothers bring forth. And we just we just chopping up, man. We just building. It's a we, we call this our rule boy connection. It's always yeah. been that from day one. Back in the days, rule boy connection. Yeah. We, we've traveled the globe together. Uh, many great experiences together, man. And and it, it's truly, man, my honor, man, to have you two here with me on Lightbulb Lessons, man. I appreciate y'all, bro. Yeah, we'll continue best, to build, best. man. Always yeah, man. continue to build, man. This, this is blessed, man. Hey, it's funny you say Root Boy Connection because, you know, one of the things that we did, so we have, obviously, in the group, we had those who, who were the leaders, NCOs, whatever the case may be, but the group always held the group accountable. And I think, oh, now, wow. this is so what Lloyd was saying as far as being humble, right? As a leader, you got to be humble. Um, you know, you got to stay grounded. Same way for those who are who are uh, learning and developing, you got to stay humble too, right? Because you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna have to be able to receive criticism, you know. Mm-hmm. And 
I can say on this platform for all those listening, one of the things that we did, we checked one another. No you doubt. Know, we would we would we would sit and have a conversation amongst ourselves, be like, hey man, that right there, man, I was sideways. And we mm-hmm. would check each other, you know. We might have had some emotions involved or whatever the case may be, but we would circle back and well, once you calm down, you thought about it, you're like, you know what? Yeah, man, that's uh that was solid advice right there, you know. So we we took care of one another, we held each other accountable, and you know, that requires a lot of humility because you gotta be able to have your peer, your brother, you know. Mm-hmm. criticize you but he's he's doing it out of love respect he wants to see you develop he you know what i mean so and that was something that we did you know often we would have you know we would have them sidebars man we would have a lot of sidebars man right. whether it be in the in the in the in the birds and whether it be on the on the on the smoke deck you know where we would have a lot of sidebars man a lot of powwows man we'd we'd sit in politic real talk you mm-hmm. know um sometimes even in our personal life you know right right we literally get together and be like hey like man i got the situation going on and we together we're like oh man try to you know and you got to think here's a bunch of uh, young marines we're in our 20s that's right young, you know what i mean we're, we're over here you know 19 20 21 you know and uh you know we, we barely have any experience you know what i'm saying right. well, we're, but together you know, amongst the four, five, six of us are like, hey man, you know, we we put together different different viewpoints, experiences, or whatever, and see if we can collectively now help. You know what I mean? You know, help right. help our own. You know, so respect to the root boy connection, Paul Emi is, yeah, uh, man. man Dre. You know, U.S. Navy. You know, he's 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 out there in Virginia, right? right now, but man, you know, enough respect. Because no, no. I, I want the group to know, man, hey, stay humble, you know, be humble enough to receive criticism and realize that anybody that's trying to, you know, uh, trying to, they're trying to help you, you know, you know what I mean? Trying to develop you. It, that person cares about you. That person loves you, you know? So it's like, you know, receive the message, but also realize that this is a person that's trying to see you build, trying to see that's you right. grow, you know? So, yeah, man. Anyway, respect respect next next yeah. time we do this we definitely uh uh clay we definitely try to see if we can uh get dre and uh q on here man that that'd be awesome oh, that's no pretty doubt. much the, yeah almost yeah. almost a full crew almost a full yeah, crew. yeah. We, we definitely gotta do try, try to put that together uh, i'll reach out to yeah. uh dre i don't have q's number i think his number changed but between the three of us one, one of us will definitely get a hold of them Oh yeah, no doubt, man. I like I say, I was telling Jensen not long ago um, when I when I was stationed in Quantico. You know, I, I would drive down to to, to uh, Newport News. Dre was down there in the Chesapeake area. Yeah. Um, you know, we hung out a few times. You know, kicked it. Um, but you know, he he's I know he's went on into I, I believe the medical aspect of things, man. Um, and and it's amazing because the the chick that he had just started dating, like they went on their first date on Virginia Beach. I was with him. That is his current wife still to That's this his day. Wife now, yeah, man. yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? So right. uh, hey. I'm definitely proud of that man. And I know his brother Clyde. You know, I've, I've spoken to Clyde a few times. Uh, but again, man, it's 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 a we we have our internal rude boy crew for those out there peeping us out right now but we also have a a, a broad expansion of cats that always wanted to be a part of that rude boy connection yeah. and, and you know we we have boundaries you know what i mean you had to be an ill dude yeah, to rock with us yeah you know I mean? yeah yeah boundaries you know, man. no no disrespect to nobody but but yo you had to be an ill cat to be within our yeah. inner circle man and everything you said jensen is true man like just that accountability man looking out for each other that love that bond and like you say man all these years later here we are um and i'm grateful for that and and back to what lloyd was saying yo my mom asked me like you know do you miss it son and i always tell her i'm like nah from the aspect of serving serving hardcore serving nah i don't i feel like i did my time but i have the most beautiful thing and that's the brotherhood ma I got the connections, you know, I, I, I have 
my best friends in the world. You know, regardless if they're in New York, if I know Lloyd, you know, shout out to the family. I know you've been out in London and Jensen Ford, you out in Cali and Arizona and, and we're all over the place. But when we come together, that cypher yeah. is complete, man. That cypher is so strong. And and I love you fellas, man. I say it on this platform, live in the flesh, bro. Whoever sees it across the globe, no, man. Man, I love y'all sincerely, bro. And and I made a lot of decisions in my life. Respect. Yeah. Respect. A lot of decisions in my life, bro, to where it's like, yo, what would Jensen Ford do? What would Lloyd Beckford do? You know what I'm saying? Them cats wouldn't rock like that. So I'm not going to rock like that. You know what I'm saying? Or them cats would definitely rock like that. Yeah. So I'm 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 going with that. So again, man, big love to y'all, man. Um, appreciate y'all for coming on this platform. It's the first of many. Um, and again, man, I'm just grateful we all bless, you know, and yeah, we're able to bring forth today and build. So any any parting words you fellas got before we roll up out of here, man? The floor is yours. Uh, what you got, boy? What you got, little boy? You go, you go, Jens. Right. I, I, I close it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell you what. First, uh, Clay, it's a blessing. You know, love you, man. Love, love the both of you all. Um, I want to say on this platform, I thank you all for, you know, for giving me that opportunity, for meeting you all, for, you know, for, for, for staying true and for the connection. I mean, uh, the fact that we're here. On this line ball session all these years later it's a blessing man you know and clay hats off to you and and back for all you guys are doing and continuing to uh to develop and lead in your own special wing and supporting you know trying to put that knowledge on those who are you know trying to to do the same and following footsteps and so forth but um enough respect man i'm humble i'm blessed um wherever you know wherever life wherever life takes y'all hey you know all the best all the best to you man of course we're just gonna keep building follows on the platform and, and hopefully you guys will be able to take away some kind of knowledge even if it's one nugget man something that you can impart and take and build and grow on that man because you know every uh every nugget it adds up you know and one day right because you figure you know how diamonds are formed just little little pieces of sand and one day you got a diamond man so you know yeah. every little piece counts you know so anyhow respect Love y'all, respect, and blessings. Much love, much love, bro. You know, um, my parting words is this. I see a lot of veterans um, getting out of the military, and I see a lot of them struggling, some of them not knowing what path to take, what to do. Um, I aim to help, and I aim to support as much as I possibly can. And for someone that got out of Marine Corps, and realized that, you know, going back to school is an option. I did it, got my BA, got my master's. Anything is possible. You know what I'm saying? Anything is possible. You just have to believe in yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to be confident in yourself because once you put in the work, the results are gonna come through. You know, I, I was a C student in high school. I, I barely could pass my classes, but I passed. But to leave from that and then to go through the Marine Corps and to learn what I've learned over the years, not only to graduate with these degrees, but to graduate with distinction, you know, what I'm saying it's one of those things. Um, it's not an easy thing to get on a dean's list or a president's list, but I had faith in myself. Now, some of the stuff that I picked up from these cats over the years, you know, what I'm saying I follow Clay. I follow his route throughout the Marine Corps all the way up to Sergeant Major. He didn't even know I was following, but I was following. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll be checking him out, seeing how he's doing and stuff. And I tell you, I respect you to the max, man. I respect you to the max. You set a journey. You set a path. You knew what it, what it took and what it needed to be done to get there. And you went and you did it. That's right. You did it. Nothing That's right. handed to you. You worked hard for everything that you, you attained. And then I respect you for that, man. I, I definitely respect no. you for that. And I, yeah. all I got to say is, look, just be confident in yourself. <laughs> Everybody on this platform, just be confident in yourself. Go for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a good yeah. test taker. I took my test, became a life insurance agent. I'm a financial advisor. I'm doing things not because I have to, not because I want to, 
but the fact that I see a need that needs to be given back, I need to give back. That's my passion. So it's right. like the same passion I had in the Marine Corps to raise young Marines. I get them at 18 years old, don't know how to wash. They put the whites and the colors together. I got to get them to figure out how to separate and all that. And don't no. put the bleach in there with the color. You know what I'm saying? All these little things that I done taught some of these, oh, these knuckleheads. But you know, I, you know, every everywhere we go, we have an impact on yeah. life. And if we only have a positive impact and try to impact people's life in a positive that's way, right. then you know that can only result in a positive outcome. So, you know, I'm, right. I'm here to assist. I'm here to help. If anybody need me, call on me. You will know how to reach me either through Clay, through Jensen, or just reach me direct. If you look up my name, you'll yeah. find me. Right. Uh, I'm not I'm not a secret no more. I remember back in the day when I was in the core, my nephew tried to look me up on social media and couldn't find me. He's like, but Uncle, I can't find you. I'm like, good. I ain't trying to be found. <laughs> now I'm in a whole different atmosphere. So oh, when you no. look me up, I'm all over the place. But, you know, I'm, I'm oh, ending no. out with this. Guys, I love y'all very much. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Just yeah, a little man. nugget. So we on the show, I'm dealing with the case. One of my friends see the whole of them up in the face. They will let them run 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 come run run and come and stand. One of my can see this a clay and Jensen. We dealing with the case and the light on the scene. Me just want to show them how we used to do it. And when the talent show come on, me mash it up, see it. Tell them say be cool. Tell them be calm. Tell them be humble. Good tell boy. them be trap. Tell them say they're happy. Sure. Tell them say they're happy. Absolutely, man. Amen. As we always say, man, we love y'all out there. Definitely love y'all out there. Stay tuned for more to come. And man, be blessed. Spread knowledge, spread love, spread wisdom, peace, love, and light. Peace. Blessings, blessings. Blessings. Come on. Respect.